What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Well, well, what's happening? We got some meaningful football right here coming at us. This is Bolt Brady and his bro. We are well rested and ready for fall. How about you guys? Let's welcome in Bolt. (laughs) Well rested and off to a great start today. I took a little walk out to the mailbox, Mm -hmm. got the mail, and there's an envelope there from Wells Fargo. And you know when you can see like it's a serious uh, envelope, you know, it's not like one of those Hey, open up a child saving account. We'll give you twenty dollars. <laughs> Here, here's a check. You can write in whatever dollar amount you want. This is like from your credit card. So I could tell it was a serious one. But the thing is, is I'm not a member of Wells Fargo Bank. So I go, let's see what this bad boy is all about. And basically, it was a letter saying that um, we jacked people out of money, like, but way back in 2001 to 2010. And they go, so because of your troubles. Here's $150. Wonderful. <laughs> and I go, we'll take her. <laughs> One of the class action suits. Right, exactly. So yeah. now I'll be able to buy some milk and a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> or you could have slapped it on uh, the Jets or someone last night, right? Well, you know I did. Yeah. Yeah. Grant man, new listener Andy, he was probably... Uh, Checking that one out as well. I <laughs> just taking advantage of the preseason. <laughs> well, you know, people people think that the degenerates uh, only gamble on the preseason, but I think if you talk to you know almost all handicappers, they take advantage of the preseason because there's several reasons. But a lot of times, the coaches will be honest with you what they're going to do and what they're going to play the starters. Um, for me, I just like to check out the quarterback depth and. You know, last night with the Falcons was a perfect example. I recommended to a couple people the Jets plus the five and a half, and they were getting drilled. Um, as you saw, Mariota was looking like he was the man. Yeah, I turned it on early just for a second. I mean, you can't watch those for too long. No, 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 of course not. <laughs> Unless your boy's trying to make the squad. <laughs> but I said, hold the horses here. This bad boy doesn't start till the second half when the scrubs come in. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't really matter what the first stringers do because there's a lot of game left. And sure enough, final score, 24 Jets, Falcons stayed at the 16. Yeah. I saw a pretty cool thing about um, the Jets. Uh, Wills, the quarterback, took like the receivers and tight ends to Idaho mm-hmm. to kind of work out. Did you see that? Yeah. It was, um, I don't know if it was Coeur d'Alene or whatever, but that Gozer Ranch, you know, that kind of part of those sweet properties that have golf courses. Yeah. But he said they tried, I think, Florida the year before. I didn't say what town, I'm assuming, like the Miami or something. He's like, it was just way too distracting at night for guys. <laughs> so he's like, I tried to pick somewhere that was like, you know, we could hang out and do stuff during the day, and then at night there wasn't that pull to be like, what's happening? Right, or or his mom's friends around. <laughs> so, so they did they did like two hours a day, like football stuff, and they'd go, you know, rafting or whatever. And he's like, Gretzky was there because Gretzky has a pad, I guess, at the same place. Yep. And he came and watched on his golf cart and, and hung out with the guys for some meals. And um, I think it was sweet. One of one of the legends of another sport, just sitting there watching you guys kind of sling it around. It was like a little added pressure, but it made it feel feel good too. Nice. Yeah, that place is supposed to be legit up there. Yeah. So then, you know, kind of was like, oh, that's cool for Wilson, those guys. And he kind of tweaked the knee. 
Right. Which isn't as bad as they thought. So, but I don't know. The Jets is another story. I mean, they might be a little garb. That is a different story because today we are previewing the AFC West and the NFC West. Mm-hmm. In my humble opinion, by far the two most interesting divisions. Yeah, I mean, some of the best teams to watch, you know, best star power. Uh, and just the the top four to bottom are, are pretty solid. I mean, we can get into them here. But, yeah, they're just fun teams to watch. Um, <clears throat> before we jump into that, you know, I always kind of throw out a few few stats or interesting facts um, that these apply. Like, I know a lot of times people are betting um, season totals or overs. Um, on that point... You will want to follow us at Bolt Brady Picks on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, earlier this summer, I tweeted out that we're taking the Baltimore Ravens over nine and a half wins and the Chicago Bears under six and a half wins. Both of those have actually moved a half game. So now the Ravens are uh, 10 and the Bears are six. So that's huge. That's yeah. a huge move because. You know, for us, if they get to 10 wins, the Ravens, it's a W for everyone else right now to push. Yeah, and that's just because, I mean, I guess because the Ravens are on that tear of of no losses in the preseason for like 22 games. (laughs) Is that the reason it's just trickling up? Well, mm, well, no, the reason why it trickled up now, a, a lot of it has to do with Deshaun being out. You know, oh, like the the two games, two games against them. Yeah, that has something to it. And then the Bears. What has to do with theirs is, yes, you're right, preseason, everyone took a look at them and goes, this squad's bueno. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be a tough watch. They are good looking. Uh-huh. We're not even going to preview that squad. That's how shitty they are. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll definitely talk about them when the season starts because I'm sure we'll be going against them. Mm-hmm. Wow. But but some of the things, you know, people like to jump on, like, MVPs and stuff like that. I don't really do that very often. T- from time to time, I'll throw a little bit out, mainly because your your money's all tied up for the whole year, right? But what was interesting is if you're going to take an MVP, you better take a quarterback because it barely ever goes to anyone else. The only time it hasn't gone to the quarterback in the last, like, 30 years is Emmett Smith in 1993. The other times, like if a running what about Marshall Falk, Rams. Hold the horses there, <laughs> big guy. Let me finish what I'm going to say. Um, or if they have an NFL record-breaking season. So, you know, like if they if they break some NFL records, they can get it. But um, that's basically saying they have to play lights out, like breaking records to become the MVP. So it's almost always a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what gets the most coverage, you know. They're always talking about those guys. Well, and, you know, as a former receiver, I hate to say it, but, I mean, they are the most important guys on the squad, just as far as obviously running, you know, the offense. Yeah, and then the media just falls in love with a guy for, like, two years. You see with the NBA, it's like they give a couple guys the back-to-back. Aaron got the back-to-back. Right. And then they kind of turn their focus back to another. Uh, Josh Allen's the favorite this year. <laughs> I know, then they just jump on his... You know what, tea bags. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, they are on the bills. But speaking of Aaron and Green Bay and him losing his top receiver, Big Devontae, why don't we jump into the big AFC West and the Raiders? Let's do it. So, as some people may know, Devontae 
and Carr played together at Fresno State back in 2012. And, you know, they were making a big deal about this. Like, hey, they're buddies and this and that. I'm like, oh, and guess what? I read that they actually lived next to each other in Danville, California. Is that kind of weird? What, in the offseason? Um, until until the Raiders moved to Vegas, is what this article said. And I just find that really weird because we never saw Mr. Carr or, or Adams. So, d- d- But Devontae would come back in the offseason and live in California? I'm yeah, because he's from Central Cal. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but I thought that was weird because I never remember anyone ever saying they saw those guys. Except I do take that back. Carr, Carr was at the hospital at the same time. Um, we had, it was either our first or second son. I remember his kid was born at the same hospital. But I never heard squat about Devontae. No. So, anyway. Um, but they were they were quite the duo. Uh, I mean, Devontae had 25 touch, or 24 touchdowns from Big Carr when he was there. Uh-huh. And like 130 receptions. Or, I'm sorry, he had 130 receptions in one season. It was like 230 total. I mean... Dude, so, yes, they've got a little bond going there. How do you think your squad's going to produce this year? Because last year you actually called it before the season started and said they were going to make the playoffs. Yeah, they, they were kind of my surprise team last year. I, I thought they were going to kind of turn the corner. Um uh, I still feel good about them this year. I mean, I, I like McDaniel coming in. I feel like they're going to be even better with what they added. So, uh, the, when I was looking at the, the whole division and, and the, the over-under for the win totals, they're all too high. I mean, obviously a couple of them are going to do well, but they're not all going to win 10 games. No, nope. nope, they're not. And, you know, on the Raiders, I you know, I agree with you with McDaniel uh, his second time around because 10 years ago he tried it with the Broncos, and he was just way too young. I think he was only like 31 years old. Yeah, I was like the McVeigh before the McVeigh back then. Uh, and the G- a, a GM, you know, the new GM that's there now knows him from the Patriots tree. So they're just going to have a little more of their game in order here. Um, I saw a good one for the Raiders, though, was plus 700 to win the division. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd take that one. Well, so hold on here. Let me throw out a few things with you, though, that might make you change your mind. So they were really, really fortunate. Um, so they had four overtime games. They won them all. Um, they were in, like, eight one-point um, for one touchdown score games, and they were like six and two. Like basically, usually when those things happen, you start to regress more back to the mean. It's it's highly unlikely that they're going to get that lucky again. So, does McDaniel and and Adams make up for that? Possibly, but the problem is that they didn't do anything on the defensive side of the ball. They're still garb, and then their offensive line, which is typically underrated. They usually do a pretty good job with Carr. They've got, like, one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. There's only one guy on the starting um, lineup that graded above average. So that means the rest of the line graded below average last year. So that's kind of a red flag for them. Yeah. I mean, they have to have these little things that they check. I mean, I'm sure they didn't grade great last year either. It's like... The, the Bengals eked out a ton of games, too, and look where they ended up. It's like, what kind of season are they going to have? Well, right. And, and, I mean, with the Raiders and the Bengals, something that's kind of uh, they have in common. Because the Raiders, well, who know the Broncos took last in the division last year. But here's an interesting stat for you, is that 18 out of the last 20 years, a team that took last in the division took first the very next year. 
Um, case in point, the Bengals. Um, they were last in the division the year before, and they took first last year. So that's pretty interesting that a team can go from last to first, and there's definitely some squads, even in the AFC West, we can move right on over to the big Denver Bronx because they were last last year. And for the new listeners, we're going to refer to this guy as Russ. <laughs> His name's Russell Wilson. <laughs> the guy's unreal. Yep. <laughs> um, someone was, uh, you know, people ask you, oh, who's your favorite team? And, I mean, I don't have a favorite team. It just doesn't. I mean, if I was to pick a player, I think I would pick Russ. I mean, he's just a badass. I like how he handles himself off the field as much as he does on. But I was at the gym the other day, and um, the NFL Network's on, and this guy's sitting next to me riding the bike. And so he starts chitting with me because, you know, I'm not chitting with him. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I can't wait for the football season. And I go, yeah, me neither. It's going to be awesome. And he's like, who's your favorite team? And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm done explaining, like, I don't really have a favorite team. Because people are look at you like, well, how are you so into this now? I have a favorite team. So I go, he goes, who's your favorite team? And I'm like, whoever I'm betting on that day. And he starts laughing. He goes, well, you and I have a lot in common. I go, really? He goes, yeah, I'm actually a bookie. I go, well, fantastic. And so he and I started chitting. We had a great conversation at the gym. <laughs> made the workout go by way faster. He's one of those dudes that doesn't even care if you have, like, the earbuds in. He's like, hey. <laughs> exactly. Makes you take one out. Because <laughs> I did have one in. Right. And he's like, now I got you. <laughs> yep. Don't even bother putting that thing back in. <laughs> so the Bronx, what do you think about them with Big Russ? I mean, are the Bronco fans any Jews? God. Shep. Woohoo. So they're, you know, they're over under win totals at 10 also. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the division, it's Chargers 10, Raiders 8.5, Chiefs 10.5. Mm-hmm. Uh, Broncos obviously improved with Russ. Uh, it's just tough division. The, yeah. the division plays the AFC South and the NFC West is their schedule this year. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that that's why, I mean, I literally, I, I think you would be in good shape. You know, we're discussing the AFC West and the NFC West. I think you'd be in good shape to take the under on every single squad in those divisions. Um, because as you mentioned, they have to play each other twice and then they have to play, you know, um, games outside the conference against each other as well. That does not bode well. Because these are the two divisions that the ballers. I mean, these are all the ballers. It's legit. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to the NFC West in a sec. I mean, there's some quarterback questions there and stuff. So, uh, but this with Russ improved, I, I don't know. I don't know if, you know, they'll, I don't think they're going to win the division. Well, what's interesting, because remember how Teddy Bridge was, you know, my boy too, um, is at least for what they had, the their win total with Teddy was seven and a half. And so, as you mentioned, it's 10 now. So they think Russ is worth another two and a half wins, which I don't disagree with. Yeah, I mean, I, I still think the Raiders and the Chiefs are going to be the top two. And I mean, I love the Chargers. I just, you know, the, the if that coach doesn't get them to the playoffs this year, they'll probably move on from him because they're, they're too young and too good. <laughs> well, we'll get to them in a minute. I mean, the, the Broncos brought in um, the offensive coordinator for Green Bay, Big Hackett, as the coach. Mm-hmm. Then he brought over the tight end coach to be the OC. And what, what you get when you get Russ, though, is he just he rises the ability, the playmaking of everyone around him because they see how hard he works. It's just legit. The only problem is, I mean, Cortland Sutton and, and Jerry Judy, as receivers, are juiced. And Tyler Lockett and DK are like rotten. 
But um, the O-line again, he's got another garbage O-line, which kind of sucks. Yeah, and he's, you know, I mean, what is he, 33-ish? Like, his scrambling's not as good as it was. He's still elusive, but he's not taking off anymore. Well, I mean, he's, like, more elusive than, like, let's say Aaron Rodgers, you know, and Aaron's still pretty elusive. I mean... You know, I mean, Russ knows when to run, and Russ is actually, I saw him, he looks even more yoked than normal this year. Yeah, he's got that little squat move in the pocket where he kind of ducks down and they miss his back, and he kind of chucks her downfield, but it's not to DK anymore. No, it's not. No, it's not. And, you know, don't you probably don't want to take Russ as MVP because he was 25-1, to 1 and now it's all the way down to 14-1. to 1. So... A lot of times those things move in the summertime, and when you get to them now, it's just you've lost too much value. So, but, yeah, I, I don't think that, uh, I mean, you're giving way too much props to the Raids, I think. No, I mean, I, I'm just looking, I, this this is probably the best division in football because the, the Seahawks and the Niners quarterback, you know, questions is, is, is looming too much. So these guys are all studs. Um, I'm in total agreement with you. And the biggest stud of them all, is Big Patty, mm-hmm. Patty Mahomes, who obviously lost Tyreek to the Miami Dolphins, but it does not matter because uh, even though he took up 25% of the targets, and that's a boatload, but, you know, T- Tyreek's going to miss Patty just as much as Patty's going to miss him. I mean, for the reason, sure. The reason why they were so um, productive is because of, like, when Patty would get out of the pocket. And Tyreek would have an extra five seconds to pull the jitterbug on someone and take off deep. Uh huh. He's not getting that with Tua. You also have Kelsey just pulling all that middle field coverage, too. It's just all of it works together. Right. And so now they've added Juju from the Steelers and Marquez Valdez, Scatling from uh, Green Bay, who's actually a speedster. And they still have um, Hakol Heyman, the other speedster that kind of looked like Tyreek. So. I mean, I can tell you this from experience of, like, playing with really, really good quarterbacks. Like, you just give them a guy that can catch the ball and, you know, get open a little bit, they'll be fine. So, like, Patty and, like, Aaron Rodgers, because they talk about him losing his receivers and stuff, they'll be fine. For sure. And then there's always some young dude pops in. You're like, never heard of this dude. He's just blazing past people, too. <laughs> right. The the thing with the Chiefs, and we talk about their over under season total, seven um, of their the, or out of their eight first games, seven of them are against playoff teams from last year. So that's a little brutal on the schedule right there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, listen, it's Patty, and also I think people are kind of doubting Patty a little bit because Tyreek took off, and you know he's sitting there going, "Listen, Tyreek helped me, but let's not get carried away." I mean, give me anyone. Give me Juju. Give me Marquez. We'll, we'll get this thing going. Yeah, I think he, he's going to let everyone know it was him oh, more and, than them. And then equally as important as anything on this. So the year before, if you recall, they kind of got off to a slow start. And the main reason for that was every single person on the offensive line was brand new to the squad. Well, now this is the second year and all of those starters come back. They're ranking the Chiefs' offensive line top three in the NFL. So you put Patty behind a brick wall, huh, have fun stopping that bad boy. <laughs> and I and speaking of that, I don't think Patty's been stopped in the preseason so far. He's had four drives, four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Not that preseason matters, but a lot of that's against the, the, the first team. 
So, stand by for Patty. Yeah. Now, I would. Chiefs are going to win the division, I would think, uh, followed by my raids. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I mean, you've got the Chargers, and what makes them interesting is they got Khalil Mack. That's my boy. <laughs> no, it, we'll see how he does being on his third team. But um, another interesting stat is at, out of the nine, nine out of the last 11 Super Bowls, there was a quarterback that was on a rookie deal in that game. So not that they won, but that they were in the game. You know, last year, Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. right? He was on a rookie deal. Why is that important? <clears throat> well, just like with Justin Herbert, they're not wasting all the – I don't want to say wasting, but they're not investing all the chips in the quarterback. So, like, how about this? Herbert this year is getting paid, like, $7.4 million. That ranks 25th out of all the quarterbacks. I think he's a tad bit better than the 25th quarterback. But then that means they get to spend chips on everywhere else on the field. For sure. So, you know, Mike Williams and Keegan Allen, those receivers are badass. And, you know, they're like the 11th and 12th highest paid receivers in the NFL. So, I mean, what do you think about the Chargers? They're good. And they've always been, you know, the last two years they're teetering on on breaking through. And, you know, that the final game of the season last year against the Raiders, the, the winner got in. And that was a hell of a game. Yeah, it was. Uh, so they they basically were right on the doorstep there. So it's close. You know, I love Herbert. Um, I, I would take the Chargers over the Broncos probably this year. Mm. Well, listen, I'm not going to disagree with anything because, you know, I think you're splitting hairs on all these squads. Yeah, they're all really good. But, you know, Coach Staley, which I think is funny about him, is remember at the beginning of the year when he was going for it on fourth down all the time and it was working because it was catching people off guard? Yeah. And then people learned, and it was backfiring. And he went from being like everyone going, this guy's the best coach in the world, Mm. to, wow, this guy's on the hot seat. Like, he needs to make it happen. Yeah. Like you said. <laughs> Which is, you know, it's crazy how that world works, but there's there's a lot at stake. Well, you're right, because it's this rookie deal. Yeah. It's, I mean, that back up to Russ. Like, Russ did that with Seattle. Yep. He was cheap. That defense was rocking. Yep. And Patty. Yeah. And Pat, that's, that helped them get to the Super Bowl as well. So, I mean, yeah, the... The way to do it is out there. That's why you see these guys like, you know, now everyone's trying to hype up Kenny Pickett. Um, But to give you an example, like his entire, Kenny Pickett's entire um, contract for the four years, he's getting paid $14 million. I mean, that's loads, you know, compared to the rest of the quarterbacks. I mean, even someone like Trevor Lawrence, like if they turned out to be good in two years, it's cheaper than what they cost, you know, six years down the road. For sure. Okay, well, let's hop on over to the NFC West now and break that down. Sounds like a plan, but before we do that, because uh, the last couple episodes we, we forgot to tell people if they leave a review uh, that will give them a Bolt Brady hat. So just go to wherever you listen to your podcast, scroll down past the episode, you'll see there, leave a review, and that would be very helpful for us. For sure. We'll you up with a nice lid. Mm-hmm. One of our listeners was um, tweeting to me the other day how... He enjoyed the the hat, um, except he went out that night, I think he said in Tennessee, and accidentally left it behind. (laughs) Oh, no. He wanted to know if he could buy a white one off us. Oh. So I need to get back to him about that. All right. Got a a little too tuned up on the bruise. Right, right. (laughs) So uh, the NFC West, I mean, we might as well start down at the cellar. 
And how about the Seattle Seahawks? They're in for a fun one without Russ. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of hearing some stuff like, you know, do we even make a move for Jimmy G? And it's like, for what? Like to win seven, eight games and, and get a – we're going to improve our draft. Like why improve the draft pick to win seven games? Well, right. So that what's that tell you? I mean – the crazy thing is, is I think DK signed like an extension, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, what are you supposed to do? It's like you got to kind of take it when you when you can get it. It's not like he's going to force his way out of there right now. No, I know it just it's going to suck. But the receiver market it's high right now. You know, if that's a house, you're like, dude, I'm I'm selling that bad boy. The market's high, right? I mean, the problem is is that they need to start throwing the ball. Like both DK and Tyler each had 75 receptions. Where you know you get like obviously you get a lot of receivers over a hundred, and some of these guys get like a buck fifteen and a buck twenty. And DK still had 12 touchdowns, and Tyler had eight. It's like, dude, start throwing the ball more. Well, now it's too late. <laughs> it's, hey, Drew or Gino, right. I'm, I'm open. <laughs> throw her, throw her. I have a feeling we might see DK throw the helmet on the sidelines a couple times this year. Probably. <laughs> and his hair is not going to be purple or yellow. It's going to be gray. And He's going to be so mad. The nose ring's going to have steam rolling past <laughs> it. So, you know what? That's the Seahawks review. They are just that garb. There's nothing to say. DK, you're a baller. I've always had your back, but your squad is bueno. Yeah, they're just going, all right, we'll take a top three pick. Right. I mean, they and we'll, we'll move on, on, on over to the defending Super Bowl champs, the Rams, because Seattle even let my boy Bobby Wagner the middle linebacker go down there. Yep. And so he's with the Rams now, um, which I'm sure he's stoked. He's like, sweet. I get to go to the Super Bowl champs now. I mean, we'll take it. A little LA weather, better squad. No kidding. And I'm my coach, I mean, is this guy decent? I don't think anyone talks about McVay enough. The guy's been in the NFL a whopping five years and he's gone to the Super Bowl twice. Good try. And one of them was with Goff. And they couldn't even score a touchdown, and I wonder why. And then he gets Big Stafford, and they win it. I mean, yeah, this guy needs a little bit more props. Yeah, Amazon, you know, TV was trying to throw him like over a hundred mil, and he's like, I, did, I didn't even take the meeting. I just don't, I don't want to leave anyone on because I'm not quite done with coaching. But really, yeah, but he's like, that might not be that far away. You know, it's got to kind of maybe entertain that type of schedule here eventually with the family. Dude, he's probably like Bill Bell. I'm coming for you. Let me get some of your records here. Because um, I think he does. He should be getting mentioned in those. I mean, you know, obviously Bill's got a way longer track record. But seriously, two Super Bowls in five years with a totally different quarterback. Pretty impressive. And to add to things, um, I mean, o- OJ, or OJ, geez, I forget his name even now because he's out of the mix. Odell. Oh, OBJ. Yeah, OBJ. Um, sorry, OBJ there, but I haven't heard about you in a while. So, so I don't forget what to call you. But he's out of the mix. Like, they're just like, you haven't even heard a word about him. And they bring in big Allen Robinson, um, for, for those of you that don't know, from Chicago. And what's interesting about this guy is like two or three years ago, I think if you played fantasy football, you would know who he was because – he had like 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns playing for the crap Bears. So then last year, he was getting all kinds of attention. And I remember thinking, dude, 
I know this guy's a baller because I watched him play. He is a baller. But I'm like, Chicago's quarterbacks are bueno. Mm -hmm. So he had a whopping 39 catches last year for like 500 yards and like two TDs. Well, listen, it's not because of him. He's a baller. So I don't know if you know that, but he came over to the Rams now. Yeah, I saw it. Well, Jiminy Christmas (laughs) is not going to help him. It's not Justin Fields trying to get you the pill here. Right. Yeah, OBJ's, he's rehabbing the knee. I mean, he's talking to a couple squads. The Rams is still being one of them. Um, You know, had he stayed healthy with all that receiver money being out there, he would have gotten a pretty decent contract to go somewhere or stay. So that was too bad he kind of tweaked the ACL again. That is a bummer. So, but someone will pick him up in October, you know, kind of for that those last eight games post playoffs. He'll he'll be back. Hmm. Well, we'll see. Uh, but you know, the Rams are obviously still going to be solid. I mean, the squad doesn't even change that much. In fact, I think it kind of gets better. I mean, they still have Big Donald, and that guy just rains tear in the middle. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> they're they're ten and a half over under on the wins again. I would just fade every single squad under in, in both divisions and just yeah. let them battle it out. Then they got Niners nine and a half, Cardinals eight and a half, Seahawks five and a half. Well, which squad would you want to talk about next? The Nines? That the, the that cards? Niners, we can go Niners. Niners, that one's too high for me with, with Big Trey. I mean, is it incredible with Big Trey yet? Like, I'm not saying this guy's garb. Right, but I'm like saying let's pump the brakes here. I mean, the guy hasn't even had a chance to play yet. One of the preseason games, it was like he threw like a like it was a 70 yard touchdown. The guy was open by like 10 yards. Mm-hmm. Okay, so big deal. Like that does not matter. Every single quarterback, first through fourth string in the NFL, could have completed that pass. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. This guy's not Bay Area Trey Area garb yet. Um, it actually, there's a best bet. People like to hear we got a best bet alert. The third game of the season, the Niners travel in to play Denver and Russ. And the line is only Niners plus two and a half. Oh, wow. Huh. I'll take Russ minus the two and a half that game. And so you have to look around because, you know, some books um, – like online won't let you play the third game of the season. But if you go into the books in person, which, you know, a lot of you people have access to take a little gander at the third game of the season there. Well, that was, um, the, the last sports book I was in, I looked up and week one was up there and it was, it's Russ. The Broncos are minus five against Seattle at Seattle. Or I think it's five and a half. Now the thing about it is it's, it came out at three and a half initially and now it's been bumped up. Yeah, now I'm hearing it mentioned more by some like radio guys and stuff too, and I'm like, ah, it's like too talked about. But, I mean, you obviously would just think Russ would pound them going back there with Drew Locke at the helm. Well, hold your horses, big guy. We'll get to the week one picks here when we get a little closer. All right. Um, but yeah, the, so the 49ers, I mean, Trey obviously has some weapons in Kittle and Big Debo. I mean, those guys are ballers. Um, and Elijah Mitchell at running back, so he has some guys around him. But we're just we're just leaning on this guy a little too much. Yeah, I mean it's it's a great coaching staff. You still have good defense, and he, he's going to baby the playbook as much as he can and run it and stuff and simplify a couple little things here to Kittle. Um, I just think at some point he's going to have to do something that he's not ready for. So I just don't like how Arizona. You know the the length of the season always seems to catch up with them, but 
I think they'll be a little better than the Niners this year. The Cards? Yeah, I think the Cardinals will take second. Well, the the Cards, um, I mean, one of the things that people don't talk about, I mean, they were slightly injured last year. Um, Hopkins missed like three quarters of the year. And again, he's going to have to miss the first six games because of steroids this year. The PED. And Murray was hurt. And I mean, I don't think people factor in like when you're hurt, it's really tough to play. But these guys are such tough badasses that they power through it. But of course, they're not going to play to their same level. But yeah, I mean, I'm with you. You know how much I like Murray. He balls and he still has hurts. And he got his uh, college receiver um, Hollywood Brown. They both played together at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure he's going to like that. And the last thing I want to say about the cards is last year they went 3-1 and one against the Niners and the Rams. They also beat the Titans. I mean, they started the season off 7-0. and oh, And then, you know, everyone got hurt. So let's not forget that. Yeah, I mean, that seems to be Kyler's thing. You know, he, he's out jittering around, and then little Nick, and he slows down, and then something always happens that last little stretch. J.J. Watt was another one that went out, the peck or whatever. Right. Well, and listen, Murray, I mean, you're the number one pick in football, and was it was he baseball, too? Or he was top ten in baseball. So, yeah. I mean, good try, buddy. Oakland A's. Jiminy Christmas. Um, One interesting note that I thought um, the listeners might find interesting that we can wrap up on. How about there's uh, five quarterback-receiver combos that played together in college together? So there's Murray and Hollywood, and there's um, Jalen and Smith in Philadelphia, and then there's Waddle and Tua in Miami, and then there's Carr and Devontae. Mm-hmm. That's kind of nutty, right? Yeah, that's cool. And that makes a big difference, trust me. Like, when you have that bond, um, and, you know, for those guys that are playing fantasy and you're trying to pick which receiver, probably want to lean with one of those guys because <laughs> he'll be looking at them. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, you know, is Tua going to get Tyreek or the ball enough? <laughs> well, I mean, Tua's – well, that's the other thing. I mean, that guy's slightly been injured his career, too. Yeah. I mean, guy came in with like half a hip his first game. Right. Talk about another guy that's tough and he's changed an offensive coordinator every year. I mean, let's cut the guy some slack. Okay. All right. You want to give any uh, over-under bets here for either division? Well, you know, I mentioned how earlier in the year we took the um, the Ravens and the Bears, but, you know, now that it's gone up a half game, I, I, I wouldn't recommend that anymore. But do follow us at Bolt Brady Picks. Uh, and I, I've managed the Twitter account. I promise you that I won't be sending you pictures of what I ate for dinner that night <laughs> or, you know, little vacation spots and stuff like that, like where it does not apply to the picks. We're all about business and winning chiffers here. I'm all biz all the time. That's right. So, no, I just um, really I like the uh, the Niners um, traveling into Denver and getting hammered week three. And then um, <laughs> I would say if you want, I would fade the unders on uh, – I would take the unders on every team in the AFC West and the NFC West, and let's see where the chips happen to be after that. Yeah, I take the under on the Niners, but the over on the Raiders. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Nines. I mean, they're getting way too much props with Big Trey. Yeah. Uh, okay, next week we'll do another uh, preview of some divisions, and then we're getting real close to some real action. So it's good to be back for some football. Well, and also um, you can count on listening to us uh, 
every Tuesday, the pod will come out from this point on through the Super Bowl. Lock that in. Hello. All right. We will see you guys next week. Keep chatting some football. Enjoy yourself this week. We'll catch you next time. See ya.